Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld. I need to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, we. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Happy Monday, Fre- Barry. Happy How's Monday. It going? It, it's going. Like, I, I was just telling our producer, Mike, that, like, you have to wake up with a good attitude. I know that's hard for for most of us, but just got to, like, I woke up, I showered. I was like, you know what? Ooh. Let me just, like, start doing everything I need to do. Like, greet everyone with a happy message because they can't see me. And so I feel like if everyone does that every day, like, your week can be, like, grand. I need some of whatever you're having. I <laughs> you okay? You know that I'm like this all the time. Even in the, I'm always like woo woo woo. Even though it's so funny because I'm such like a bitch sometimes. So it's like you are a morning person though. Like more than weird. I was never more than like some this. other people. Yes, I I um, woke up this morning and couldn't get back to sleep. So I watched an episode before work of uh, my <laughs> new rediscovered obsession, Dance Moms, which. <laughs> I don't know what came over me, but I woke up yesterday, Sunday morning. I woke up early and just all my brain could think about was I need to watch Dance Moms. I have not watched like, Dance Moms why? in like <laughs> eight years. I think I saw a TikTok or something that made me think right, about something it. Something triggered it. Yeah. And so I realized the first couple seasons are on Hulu. So I put it on. I've watched like 12 episodes in a day. It's I don't know. Okay, so Barry, you told me you've never watched Dance Moms, right? Right. Dylan was like so happy, texted me like a picture because if you guys remember last week, I was talking about Adrian's <laughs> glittery hair extensions and he like sent me a picture of this girl on Dance Moms and I was like, Dylan, I've never watched the show in my entire life. He's like, do it. You'll get hooked. And I can tell you were like in the mindset, like it knee deep yes. in Dance Moms. It's so Dance Moms first, it's from, it started in 2011 and I was in high school and I, I remember watching it and being like obsessed with it the first like couple seasons when it came out. And then, cause I was like, I did theater and like all my friends and I were just like obsessed with this crazy show. And I would like tweet at the moms and stuff. And like one of them followed me. It was really exciting. Um, and so I haven't watched it in such a long time and it is, it's really good. It holds up. I mean, it's like kind of terrible, but in a good way. Okay, so I don't know if this is on the same level at all because I haven't watched Dance Moms, but for yes. me, I'm more of a toddlers and tiaras type of girl. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and then you did. And so I randomly watched an episode a few weeks ago or something, and then I turned it off because I was like, this is, this is not okay. This is bad. So I'm just continuing my Real Houses of New Jersey journey, and I, I didn't, I never forgot but I kind of forgot how how insane their drama actually like was and how yeah. fast it escalated within the friendships. And again, I can't say it enough, which is why I just love Jersey so much because of like 
the fact that they are related and they are all friends. And for me, it's a little more genuine. The fights like are more real. And like, I want Teresa's books. Oh my God. It's just so good. You guys like, Oh God. And it makes you like want pasta all the time, (laughs) which I did eat all weekends. So I am currently reading Teresa Judice's book, turning the tables and you can follow along on my book club journey on at Bravo by Betches on Instagram. There's a story highlight, but that's beside the point. I was reading chapter one, growing up Gorga. And there are like, two full pages where Teresa is describing all the different food that her parents would make. And I'm just, she's like red sauce and fried calamari and, and prosciutto and blah, 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 like on and on and on. And I'm just reading it and I'm like, Oh God, I'm Madonna Mia. Salivating, <laughs> salivating. But I, um, <laughs> I know I'm like drooling right now. I'm like, mm. but any, Oh, and last week I made spaghetti at like 9am. It's fine. Um, yes, okay. So a theme. Today, we are actually talking about Real House of Potomac, and I had this thought that I actually think this episode is more important and more crazy to talk about than the actual altercation fight. Uh, I agree. Oh, my God. Uh, episode. This this episode, I texted I Dylan last night, and I said my heart is beating, like, really fast. I agree. Okay, so the thing with the altercation is, like, obviously it was really intense and Mm -hmm. crazy and we were leading up to it a lot. But the actual, like, that moment was only a few minutes long and then so much else happened in the episode. We had Ashley and Michael. We had Karen and Ray. We had, you know, Giselle and Jamal in Atlanta. This episode, that scene at Karen's house where Monique sits down with all of the women except Candace, took up it was spread across the entire episode. And it's so Mm -hmm. rare that we see kind of one scene taking up the vast majority of an episode like that. But it felt, I'm so glad that they chose to edit it this way because so much happened in that conversation. I felt Mm -hmm. like a lot of ground was covered. Everyone's position sort of became really clear. And I thought it was super important because through, obviously we'll get into some specific moments, but throughout, it is so apparent that Monique is just not taking this the way that it seems like would be wise for her. Right. Well, you know, going off of what you just said, where it was all one uh, scene, remember when the beginning of Beverly Hills premiered and for a few weeks in a row, I remember I, I remember saying this. I was like, why every episode? They're all just in like yeah. one place. Like every like one episode yeah. Yeah, was one episode, was one thing. And so it's really interesting to compare the two because of how good of a season Potomac is that right. this one episode of them at one uh, place, like at Karen's house, was so impactful because – it was, it, was, it was, there was a reason for it. Right. On Beverly Hills, sometimes it's like, you feel like they're showing that because that's all they have. Whereas on yeah. Potomac, they gave it this time because it needed it and it deserved it. And from the very, from the very beginning, I, um, I liked that we saw kind of the setup and how Monique called Karen and then Karen called Candace and Candace chose not to go, which I thought was probably wise because the thing is, there's we got time we got time to work through all of this if candace had showed up to this thing it would not have been any kind of productive conversation i don't think because clearly monique was not in the headspace to like move past things i don't know um 
But we see Robin shows up first, which is like Robin being on time is already historic. Well, (laughs) before you continue, I just have to say, I was figuring out how I wanted to discuss this. Like, did I want to talk about each individual like woman and how they handled it? Like, it's really a lot. And also, I just want to say, I thought Karen handled this entire thing beautifully. Yes, I will say I don't know that I agree with her stance on the situation. She was very strong. Her stance was very strong. But I, but I appreciate the energy that she brought to it. And I thought yes. she did a great job of hosting this. And yes. I appreciated that she didn't want it to get heated. She wanted, yeah. because I think that's, obviously it's it's fine to feel strongly about this. It's a big situation, but this situation Karen felt really strongly that she didn't want it to turn into like a knockdown drag out like mm-hmm. we had last week. But mm-hmm. so okay. Giselle shows up with her security guard, which I, I, I that was the best. That was if the episode Perfect. didn't even continue after that, I would have been happy. That was the best thing. Perfect. I've ever seen. And I <laughs> love that throughout the episode, while they're having this deep, impactful conversation, we just get little glimpses of KP just sitting back there. Like <laughs> he either He has- was like, come on. You you sort of can't tell whether he has no he, he like goes between having no clue what's going on and like sort of being interested. <laughs> like what the <laughs> like, fuck is happening? <laughs> it was um, really funny. Really funny. And then Ashley shows up with Dean, which I yeah, mean, I was like, they we're on two different pages, you guys. Like, what is happening? M- mom's got to do what they got to do, but I feel like this might be one occasion to not bring the baby. <laughs> she always is like, I can't couldn't get a babysitter. I'm like. <laughs> like okay. what is her mom what is her mom that busy with <laughs> anybody at that, or, point, at that or michael <laughs> yeah um anyway but, but yeah and then wendy is there wendy looking great as always just mm-hmm. always on point and then monique shows up last and it's <sighs> okay first okay. of all before, <laughs> take before a breath Mark... and go okay <laughs> Before Monique even gets there, they talk about how after the altercation, she tweeted, ask and you shall receive, which is just like the exact wrong energy to set this off with, you know, because it's like you wouldn't tweet that if you were feeling (laughs) any kind of remorseful. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. When Monique gives her speech slash apology, I thought it was really nice at first. Like, I, I really did. I was like, wow, she's saying all the right things. She's She really seems like really um, that this is affecting her and she doesn't want it to affect the other women. So it was that up until the part where she said she blacked out, which mm-hmm. was just so... That does happen. I'm not saying it doesn't. But in her case, it wasn't good that there were cameras in the car of her reciting the entire altercation from start to finish in detail and then we saw the next morning she was talking about it with chris she the thing is i okay i think she sort of i don't know if she really i don't think blacking out was really the term she wanted to use i think in her mind she meant kind of that it was like the adrenaline was pumping, yes. she was amped up, and maybe she didn't remember everything exactly as it happened. But when you say blacked out, that means 
I didn't know what I was doing. Like I Nothing. saw red. I didn't know. Right. Yeah. That means that means you would be in the car and you would be like, what the fuck just happened for the last 30 minutes? How did I get here? Correct. And in this situation, it's like, Monique, you need to be a little more exact with the way you're talking about this because it is a deep situation and these women aren't just going to let her get away. And especially when um, they were talking about how the leaks that had gotten out to the blogs were very one-sided in Monique's favor, which is, I mean, I'm not, I don't feel like it makes, it's not my, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, Monique leaked it herself because I don't actually know, but it definitely seems like somebody that Monique was talking to then talked to the blogs. Maybe it was T'Challa. Maybe T'Challa's blocked. Yeah. (laughs) How long have you been waiting to say that? (laughs) You know, Here's the thing. She had this entire thing to say to these women. Just continue and be on it. Like you're it was going really smoothly. So what what, just take full uh no one was mad on this happens in any situation in real life or shows. No one gets mad until you lie. So so that moment is when people start to be like, okay, which brings us to Miss Robin. She's ma- And she's making these big statements about, I'm never a person who would go into someone's face and assault them for no reason. I, you know, I'm not a person that would just go attack somebody. And it's like, Giselle says, but you did. And, yeah. But mo- most importantly, we have Robin, who I would say this is maybe one of Robin's best episodes ever. When Monique is telling this whole story about how she blacked out. And, you know, the wine glass and all of that. And Robin just says, you almost had me. But yeah, that I was is like, an- whoa. She says, you almost had me, but that is an absolute lie. And I, oh my God, she's talking about the velocity with which the table was hit. And the wine, the wine that Candace was holding was white. Was and the white. wine on her face was red. Red. And and a- t- oh my God. I was like, I was like, Robin was like an actual referee during this. I was like, how did you see all this, all of this? But I guess she was at a, it, 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 she had a lot of detail. (laughs) Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Go ahead. I, I, I thought the way Monique took all the things, each and all the, every woman was saying to her was great. I thought she was like receptive to it. Like I, I thought, but then it was, it came to a point where I was like, is she just yesing them along or is she yeah. like taking this in? I don't, I don't know. I, I really, I she think, had me too. Well, I think we did. I mean, it's obvious. I think Monique is, uh, she's very good at being put together and, you know, like, you know, she, she's not going to be like, fuck you, fuck this, blah, 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 blah. But the way, the things she's actually saying when she says that, She's justifying, again, her actions, including the tweet that she sent saying, ask and you shall receive, and saying, you know, when you get up in my face and blah, 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 and when I'm blah, 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 blah. And it's like, every person that has watched this and that was there is saying that you were the one who took it to that place. So regardless, and certainly we see this episode, Candace is also having trouble accepting her role in this thing. Yeah. But Monique is... The fact that she is saying that she feels embarrassed about 
the way what happened and the what she did but she doesn't actually feel remorse and i feel like that's a really important distinction and i think wendy was the one who was kind of pointing this out and i thought Mm -hmm. wendy was great this episode too that saying you're embarrassed because you did something embarrassing is much different than saying that you are truly sorry for what happened and recognizing that it was not just embarrassing but it was wrong the way wendy explained it was was like a good point in her like Mm -hmm. saying that if you're remorseful you feel bad about what you did if you're not what's to say like you won't do it again or something along those lines i don't remember what she said calling all my honeys support for today's episode comes from honey love whether you're a bride a wedding guest or simply seeking everyday smoothing honey love is the go-to for all things shapewear Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence, thanks to Honey Love. The thing is, we got to get to Giselle because I feel a bunch of different ways about this. Is good. We are really working the room here and going uh, around. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we'll Giselle, get to we'll get to messy ass Ashley in a minute. Okay, Giselle, <laughs> taking notes. I I thought was a. I didn't. I didn't agree with that. I mean, I was like, just sit there and listen, like all the other, like all the other women are doing. Like, I, I know what you're saying and what you're doing. And Giselle really did. I did see a difference out of her. She like really wasn't into this. She like felt very uncomfortable around Monique after this. But like the fat, the bodyguard, the note, like it, it was a lot. But here's the thing where I got a little like confused. She pulled out her phone and was taking notes. But then when the tables turned a little bit and Monique and Candace, Giselle started talking to Monique and Monique was like, yup, yup. They all flipped out that she was being condescending. But Giselle was kind of doing that to her too. Like I kind of felt that on both ends that the way they were both treating each other was condescending. They both, they're both like, yup, yup. Answering each other. Like, yeah, I, I didn't think it was just, Monique doing that to Giselle I thought it was both ways and to be honest the fact oh I'll jump ahead a little bit the fact that Giselle got up and left I I didn't agree with that I everyone else sat there even whether they agreed with her or not and sat and heard her out I didn't think that was right that she got up and left that's just how I feel about that I think the thing with Giselle I didn't disagree with anything that Giselle was saying I think I I basically am on the same page with Giselle and Robin and Wendy about this whole thing Mm -hmm. more than anyone else. 
And the thing is, I think (laughs) Robin and Wendy seemed like they were very clear headed and they wanted to have a discussion. Whereas I think Giselle went into it a little bit like Karen Huger's press conference. Like she wanted to do a show and like, yeah. She had yes. the bodyguard and the the notebook. And it's like I I under like I appreciate the reality show, you know, theatrics, but I think in terms of like on a human level, and this was a really important discussion, I think that Wendy and Robin's energy was kind of what was needed. Yeah. And I do agree with what Giselle said, though, with what you said earlier, when when she called out last year, the year after that, the year after that, and that. I I thought Giselle, in that um, respect, yes, like everything she said was true. Also, I I thought it was really, really important when she pointed out all the times that Monique has either threatened or been close to getting physical with someone – and then she specifically met, like notes the fact that you said what you were going to do and then you did it in front of six cameras. Yeah. And that that's not something where you just kind of like, you know, thought you were going to get away with it or whatever. It's like, no, that was, that was truly your reaction to that situation. And you had no problem with the fact that it was on camera. That was what you were doing. And yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no like, arguing with that I think you can you can definitely fault Giselle for kind of the attitude that she was bringing to the situation but like she didn't lie and I think yeah that's what that's what was kind of frustrating to me about Ashley's whole energy is that she's putting her own situation with Candace into this other situation with Monique and it's like trust me Candace can do bad all by herself like Candace doesn't need you like you can do this situation separately and then get mad at Candace later for Mm -hmm. your own shit. Cause trust me, Candace is far from perfect. She is messy all the time, whatever. But in this situation, it's like, don't take Monique's side in this just because you don't like Candace for some other drama. Like it's just lame. And like, to me, it makes Ashley look kind of like a little foolish in this situation because it's like, you look like you're just, mad about something and so you're like not actually willing to see the situation hey i'm andy mitchell a new york times best-selling author and i'm sabrina kohlberg a morning television producer we're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years and we both love to talk about being parents yes but also pop culture so we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities writers and fellow scholars of tv and movies cinema really about what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch from abc audio and good morning america pop culture moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ashley was being a little too um, easy with Monique. Like I I liked, I did appreciate all the things Ashley was saying, but she was kind of, you're right. Like she was kind of like too team Monique. You know what I mean? Like, and she was like, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, makes mistakes. And we're like, that's not the point here though. (laughs) I, 
I really liked what Wendy said before Monique got there when she said, I want this to be a safe space, safe space, but I also want it to be a brave space, which means we're going to be honest. We're not going to, we're not going to like not talk about things or cover things up just in the name of making it a safe space because that doesn't actually accomplish anything. And I think that's, I think that's like a really important kind of thing to think about just in life that it's like being supportive of somebody doesn't just mean being a cheerleader for them all the time and that Mm -hmm. you can be, you know, critical or want someone to do better and still be supportive of them. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of where the season goes from here. Cause we see them, we got the mid season trailer this week and obviously there's a lot left to come. It's not going to be a smooth sailing, but I'm curious, like, is Monique going to be on the show very much? Like we don't see a lot of her in that trailer. Even Ashley's response, she was like, when Monique said, maybe I shouldn't do this, Ashley was like, well, for a little, maybe like for a little, like you can tell like when you could, Monique was like potentially yeah. threatening to leave the show, Ashley got like a little nervous. But um, I thought it was interesting when Monique was like saying she's going to go to her pastor and I forgot which one of the women, I'm sorry, said like something about prayer doesn't heal, heal everything, whatever. And, and you hear Karen in the background goes, prayer heals everything. Like, don't get me started. And I was like, just thought instantly about your prayer candle with Karen Huger's face on it, Dylan. I'm looking at it right now. I, and I, but also then Wendy was like, prayer, like not everything can be solved just by prayer. You know, like it's a, it's a nice sentiment, but at the same time, it's like, no, you have actual work to do on yourself. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. Let's talk just a little bit about Watch What Happens Live because Monique was on last night and... Yes. So we're almost a year removed from this fight now, from this altercation. And I feel that Monique has not done a lot of the growing that would have behooved her in this time. Mm -hmm. She's still still talking about the wine glass and... here's the thing no matter what situation especially this one there are three sides to the story and we are that is monique's candace and the truth and we were not there and we are hearing a lot of different sides in this particular incident because of all the women and we're so our heads are like what the hell is going on so i do feel for both the women in this sense because you see in candace's therapy session like Twitter is like on her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because of course your fans are gonna take your side. That's why from day one, Dylan and I were both like, we're not honest. Like, I I don't know. Like, right. I don't watch these shows to root for one person correct. or the other. I exactly. watch to be First entertained. All, like, yeah. And I'm not rooting for you know. So right. it's funny when you see the side by side though, and that Candace really also is like, I I did not do anything to deserve this. I know. Yes, you I, didn't do anything to deserve getting hit in or your hair pulled, but you were very much involved in this, uh, in making someone feel this way about you. There's a big difference between saying, I didn't deserve that treatment and saying, I did nothing to contribute to it getting to that place. Yes. Because it's like, I don't think any, I mean, I've seen a couple people on social media being like, somebody had to do it, but in general, most people are not like, oh, Candace deserved that. But also, yeah, yeah, absolutely if, you're, not. if you're watching it, it's clear that both of them were contributing to the overall argument and situation. And neither of them were just like being calm and walking away. So it's like, I, <laughs> it's almost in this situation, it's like, 
I want to, I want to be able to root for Candace. And if Candace was like, yeah, I shouldn't have taken it there. And then that was the consequence. It would be so much easier to be like, good for Candace. She's, you know, owning her part of it, but it's like both of them are just like missing the ball. And it's like, exactly. And it's, and Monique also brought up something like she was kind of like deflecting a lot. And she also brought up like, we all, we see a fight next episode with the husbands. Like we see with Chris and Michael, um, we see she brought up even, she's like, this happens like all, all like on other franchises too. And I'm just like, Oh my God, but focus on your set. That doesn't make, it's like two rights. Don't make a wrong. Two wrong. Okay, I just said that completely backwards. <laughs> two wrongs don't yeah, make a right. I was like, hold on, what? Two wrongs don't make a right. And like, we're just focusing on yours right now. But what I did find interesting, what she said last night is Andy was asked, Andy was really digging and digging mm-hmm. and digging. And I was like, felt bad for Bowen because I was like, he's so excited <laughs> Bowen to be on did the not, get, not get a lot <laughs> but, of words um, in. He's on SNL, by the way. But, um, she he asked if she had apologized and Monique's answer was very interesting where she said she asked the producers she actually reached out to the producers see if they can have a sit down and at that point uh Candace's lawyers had gotten involved so Mm -hmm. she it became legal and she never reached out so at that point we're like but are you still allowed to like I don't know I, I don't know what what yeah that goes it's weird because in the episode last night when they asked if she had apologized, she was still like, apologize for what? And it's like, that obviously is like, just like she was, and she was saying that her adrenaline was, you know, she still didn't know how she was feeling. And it's like, girl, it's been a week. It's one thing if you're not ready to apologize that night, but it's like, she was, I don't know. I just think it's hard because obviously I don't feel I need to pick a side. I don't really care to root for either of them at this point, but it's like Monique, I feel like until a couple weeks ago, my general vibe of Monique was, I really like Monique. She just is like wrong about some things sometimes. And now I'm like, you're just, you're like ruining the goodwill that people have toward you yeah. by like just missing every chance to take the right. high road here. And it's always so funny. Cause we always talk about like, I for a while was like, I love Monique. I love Monique. Like she's so great. She's so great, but it is crazy. We don't know these people personally. Like, yeah, we've met, we do, we interviewed Monique and that was even after the fact where I said I liked her, but it is interesting when it's like, well, she didn't do anything to me. Yeah. But I see what she does to other people and the way yeah. she's like embracing it. And I don't know. We have a lot more of the season to go. I, I, it's very, this felt like a big therapy session for us also. I know. Okay, Barry, who is your number one Bravo Lab in the group? Um, it was definitely Karen because I thought okay. her, her the like I said earlier, the way that she was gracious enough to host this without even hesitating. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that she ordered food and got pissed that no one ate it. I, I love that. <laughs> it should have been in the room though. And right, put it on the she, coffee table. Right? The I know. <laughs> and it, people with food is in front of them. They'll be in a better mood. So it's just, it's just a, that's a fact. So um, yeah, I, I thought Karen did a really great job and I um, props to her for that. I am going to give yeah. it joy to Robin and Wendy because mm-hmm. I felt they really brought a good productive energy into this discussion and I appreciated that they were strong in their stance of holding Monique accountable but not in just not in a messy way like Giselle kind of was uh, slanting toward and I thought 
you know, Monique was not really ready to receive it maybe, but I think they did, they really were trying and I appreciate that. And I'm very interested to see where the rest of the season goes from here. Yeah, I completely agree with you um, with those two. I think they handled it really maturely. And like other people we see, it didn't escalate and start yelling back and forth. Like they were actually just letting her know how she felt, how they felt. And I I thought, I hope it got across to her, but I don't think it, either of them did. So. Wow. I need to like take a nap after this. Guys, (laughs) don't forget to check out our Bravo My Betches collection on shopbetches.com. My mention it all hat came in over the weekend and I am over the moon with how it looks. Um, I, I love a hat moment, um, but if he's you're wearing not, one right now. If you're not a hat person, we have mugs, we have wine glasses, we have t-shirts, uh, so much good stuff. Um, and don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, join our Facebook group. The, the conversation doesn't have to stop. We're everywhere, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Betches.